You're listening to the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. Hey, Jay, are you ready? Because it's time to start the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another podcast. have a very, very special guest on today. And I'm going to apologize in advance. My internet provider is just having a time getting the uh, proper internet up. So if we get really choppy or anything, like I could, I could see already that I'm frozen on the other screen, then I might have to go to, uh, we might just have to go to photos on this just uh, so we can get the conversation going. Um, but before I begin, I want to thank Geeks and Gamers. Head over to geeksandgamers.com. A lot of cool stuff happening over there. Find some awesome content creators and a whole bunch of new stuff and everything that we're doing over there. Also, go to Nine Line Apparel. Use code DRUNK3PO to get 20% off everything and everything in the store. So we'll see. Before I bring on my guests real quick, like, uh, how do you guys see it? Is it choppy? Are we choppy right now? It is laggy. Man, that's terrible. That's terrible. And I'm paying for like the best. Like that's uh that's a shame. That's a shame. That's a shame. She said it's fine on mine. All right. All right, no problem. A little bit, but not too much. I guess we'll have to wait and see how it goes. So without further ado, I want to bring my guest on. Geekdom 101. How are you, my friend? What's going on, brother? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing awesome, man. It's like uh, it's about time. It's about time yes. that we uh, Florida boys got together, had a little conversation. It's been a long time coming, bro. Sounds like me. No, I'm not gonna make that joke. Anyways, bro, <laughs> what's going on? No, nah, no, it's easy, no, it's, uh, it's it's uh, it's pretty awesome that uh, worlds can collide in Florida, especially right now when it's like freaking freezing to death you know Bro, you know for it's us 43 like we're really degrees. cold it's 43 degrees over here right and uh i got friends of mine up in like minnesota and illinois who are like 43 what are you a pussy and it's like yeah. i'm not complaining about it i mean i actually like the cold more than the heat man because you know down here you know how it is it's 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 hot most of the time so when we get the cold it's like Thank you, Lord. You know what I mean? Like, it feels good. No, man, I like. I don't like the cold. Like, 70. Once it gets to 70, like, I got... 70's I got some, not cold. Man, like no, 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 no. Like, that's like... If it gets if it gets uh, past that, it it gets a little chilly. So... Nah, uh, you're going to get clowned on, okay, by. So, so everyone in the chat saying we're, like, skipping. So, I'm going to ask... We, I want to have a great we? conversation. So, do you mind if, like, we... We could cut the cameras for this one. If you want, bro. But I mean, let, okay, we can try it. Wait, okay. Yeah. You cut yours. Am I, uh, I'm still live. Am I coming in choppy? I just want to no, see you're coming people... in good, bro. You're coming in good. Oh, okay. Nah, well, you I can leave yours stay... on. You're good to go. You're good to okay, go. I'll exactly. edit all this stuff out for the live stream for uh, Spotify, for everyone that's watching and everything like that. So on this, on this awesome show, on this awesome show, okay, everyone's saying it's me. All right, all right, we got it all. We got it all straightened out. All yeah, right, and cool, that's cool, and cool. that's the thing, bro. It's not. It's don't blame yourself, bro. It's 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 just the internet. It's it ain't you. You know what I'm saying? So don't blame him. All right, he's trying. 
But you understand how uh, this Florida internet works. I mean, it's I haven't had bad. any issues. I haven't had any issues with oh, mine. Oh, great. You're, not, you're not helping me, man. You're supposed to but, defend me here. No, I, I was going to get there. But the company that you have as your ISP, I used to work for yeah. like 15 years ago. So I know the pain that you're going through. And I have had issues before. Bro, I've, I went to customers' houses, bro, that had like five different modems we'd swap out. Like there's people, but like, there's certain places that you live at that just, or people that have just bad luck for a while. So, but I don't think you're going to have bad luck forever, bro. You got to nah, complain enough to where they've come out. It was out. fine until like just a couple days ago. And it's just, I'm going to have to have them come out and, and say anything. So before we begin a, though, before we begin, Karen, to, bro, complain. <laughs> before, before we begin, for those that are tuning in and listening and that are just like, who is this guy, Jay? Who is this guy that you have on the podcast uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Geekdom One Hundred One. What what is me? it that you do on YouTube? Yeah, what is it that you do? Okay, okay. Well, tell me about uh, your channel. Tell me about what you talk about. Let the people so here's know. What here's here's the quick rundown. So back in uh, in 2015, I started a YouTube channel, and my uh, my um see look see look the knights of melvin discord's already clowning you bro they're like they're talking about cold weather at 40 when it may be negative 40 here i knew it bro that was people from the cold bro always clown floridians no but what i was gonna (laughs) say was um uh so i started my channel like seven years ago right and um my original goal was to do dragon ball star wars and marvel that was my three like choices for content i just did it for fun but what happened was over time the dragon ball content just totally blew away my star wars and marvel and then right around the same time you had channels coming up like stupendous wave and um you know star wars explain then you had like newer people coming through like theory you know and so this is pre-last jedi when like the fandom menace blew up and so they were doing these really good videos and they were getting way better views than me. So I basically was like, you know what? I still love Star Wars, but I have to focus my channel on Dragon Ball because that's what's getting the views. That's what's bringing the, the audience. It's very hard on YouTube to cover multiple topics unless yeah. you do it consistently. So I would have like five Dragon Ball videos in one week, but like two Star Wars videos because at the time Dragon Ball was running weekly. So I couldn't do weekly Star Wars videos. We, we didn't have anything new that was every week. So it became kind of this thing where the channel was kind of weighed, you know, weird. So I started a second channel right around 2017 called World of Geekdom. And I said, you know what? Anything that's not Dragon Ball or anime, I'm going to dump on that channel because that's where it's going to go. Because, like, I really tried. Like, I had all these great ideas for Star Wars videos that I never put out. Like, I was going to do a video about explain the cosmic force versus the living force never got to do it it was a good video but by the time that like the dragon ball train got so big for me i was interviewing actors i was talking to people on the inside and so what happened was i just like pretty much like um decided i had to split what i did so that's kind of what i do on the internet i 
on the, the Geek Them 101, the main channel, that's like what I do for a living, right? Like that's what I do for money. That's like my, my full-time job, which is covering Dragon Ball, the manga, the anime, and the movies. I'm a news guy, but I also do analysis and everything like that, bro. I, I, I try to do everything. And then on World of Geekdom is where I talk about like Star Wars. That's and your Marvel second and channel, right? Yeah, that's my second channel. Right. Um, and that's more, I don't really edit on that channel, bro. You're not going to get heavily edited videos. It's either me on camera or me talking over one picture because I do not have the time to edit for two channels, man. It's People don't understand how difficult it is to do YouTube and, and like do it like where you when it comes to editing, it takes hours, yo. So I just kind of yeah. decided that would be like it's not like a dumpster. Ch- I care about that channel, and some people like it more. But it's just me talking. It's just my opinion. That's literally it's an opinion channel. So so what what, what made you fall in love with Dragon Ball Z? Oh well, I discovered it. So I discovered Dragon Ball in 1994. Um, I, I found it in an EGM magazine. I was like 10 years old. And I found this advertisement for a game called Dragon Ball Z Super Futoden, which actually it's Super Butoden, but they messed up in the magazine. And so what <laughs> happened was, yeah, bro, it was wacky. And I saw these characters that were like shooting fireballs and had spiky hair. And, you know, I'm 10 years old. So I'm like, I'm like mesmerized and then when you actually watch the show you got sci-fi you've got martial arts you've got dinosaurs you've got aliens you've got demons you've got time travel toriyama who wrote dragon ball covered everything bro this man covered a lot yo like in his career in in the series and so if you're a kid and you're a boy or a man now it's easy to fall in love with that i mean who doesn't love kung fu who doesn't love action sci-fi um dinosaurs that's everything a kid could love bro so i fell in love with it and then in 2015 when i started my channel i just did videos for fun but they started blowing up and i started getting news before anybody else on youtube and then people started coming to me for that and then i started getting more so it just became like i was able to turn my love into a, a career and that's something i always encourage people out there to do man like if you have a love Find out how you can get paid for it. If you like playing guitar, start a band or do lessons on YouTube. Like if you enjoy streaming, take some time and learn how to stream. And this is not going to be like a motivational podcast, but I tend to do that sometimes. It is a motivational podcast. Okay, then go for it. So go right into it, man. (laughs) No, man. I'm telling people, bro, like because people are going to tell you, like people will tell you, like don't do it. It's risky. Look. I always tell people YouTube is risky, but so is any other job. If you work as an Uber driver, you might get rear-ended and die any day. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Yes, we deal with copyright issues. Yes, we deal with drama and things like that, right? But it's a beautiful job because you get you get to make your own hours like you get to there's a lot of benefits to it and it's not even just about the money it's about making your own hours and i encourage people if you want to be self employed go for it man it's good to have a backup cuz you might you, not make it overnight but aren't you nervous though that one day the way youtube works and i i see this from a lot of creators the way youtube works at times aren't you nervous that you could wake up one day 
and the monetization on YouTube has just been taken. And for those that are listening that don't know, when you start a YouTube channel, uh, YouTube has a requirement. You need to have a thousand subscribers and 4,000 watch hours, and then they decide whether they want to put you in the monetization program. Now, people have turned that into full-time careers where they make a lot of money uh, posting videos, live streaming, things like that, talking about, just like what Geekdom said, talking about things that they love, and just diving deep into that, building their own fellowship of people or community of people, whatever you want to call it, and you know, and, and just exploring everything that they love. And, and YouTube is a, is a great resource for, like you said, many things, playing the guitar, the piano, cooking, anything, videos, Dragon Ball Z, Star Wars, whatever you want to talk about. Um, you know, but your channel, you started your channel, what year? 2015. I started it March of 2015. So I'm seven years. When did it, uh, when did you finally see it take off? Um, I actually, so my goal, my goal for, um, for 2015 was to get to 40,000, I'm sorry, to get to 10,000 subs. That was my goal by the end of 2015. And I got to 40 K and I was, I wasn't making a lot of money at the time, but like right around October, November, December of 2015, I noticed I was getting some real checks that were like, and, and just so you know, because you might not know this, before I did YouTube, I was an engineer. So I was already making pretty decent money. Um, but the issue was, and this is something that we could talk about if you want to, when you are an engineer in IT, I'm going to tell this to everybody listening who wants to do IT for a living. You are going to deal with a lot of problems and a lot of people who are very toxic. And yes, there's toxic people everywhere, but when it comes to IT or any job in corporate America, there's politics, there's, um, there's, you know, there's, uh, 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 backstabbing, there's corporate BS. And over time it wore on me, bro. And so what happened was long story short, I was working for Verizon as an engineer. I got fired in December of 2015 at the same time I was doing YouTube. And I came home and I told my girl who I was with at the time, I told her, I said, listen, I'm going to try this YouTube thing for six months. Because I had friends of mine that were bigger than me telling me, go for it. Right. I'm going to try this YouTube thing for six months. If I can't make it into a living by this summer, I'll go back to IT. Because I had my resume. Dude, I still get emails for jobs in, in IT. I haven't updated okay. my resume in seven years. I swear to God. And so they... um. So what happened was I told her that, and, and this is something people out there should probably do if you want to do YouTube full time, keep your regular job and give yourself a time limit. If you can't blow up in this amount of time, I'm not saying to quit your dream, but maybe it's time to get a job so you can eat, so you can survive. But um, what I was going to say was, um, and so after I said that to her, this would have been January, December, December, 2015. Um, in February is when Dragon Ball Super really started blowing up for my channel. And mm. by the time July came around, I was doing so well that I said, screw engineering. And I came here and I did it. And I've been here ever since. And I've been very blessed, bro, because there is a certain amount of luck. It was right place, right time. Bro, I started my channel 
literally a month before they announced a new Dragon Ball series. That's like if you start a Star Wars channel like weeks before like Force Awakens got announced. Like you're, you know, and we all kind of started around that time. Like it's, it is timing, bro. It's like Call of Duty. Dude, 10 years ago, Call of Duty channels were blowing up. Now, not so much, but they're still big. But bro, yeah. 10, it was nuts. So like, it, it is about right place, right time. And I am very blessed, but I also worked really hard, bro. I put a lot of time. Tell, into tell me about trip. your work ethic real quick. Like what, uh, you know, once you got to that point where you're like, okay, I'm starting to see money uh, coming in. This is something that I love doing. And now it's like, uh, you know, because see, a lot of people think now, just just so everybody knows, YouTube is not my full time job. I actually have a another job, but I yes, enjoy you get some good benefits at your real job. I, yeah, I enjoy the uh, I love uh, I love YouTube and everything that it offers. We've done a lot of amazing things with my YouTube channel that we can go in another time. But um, a lot of people think, oh, you just make videos and you sleep around all, you know, you go back to sleep and you sleep, sleep all day around. and then you, you know, have your latte and then you go back and you go, oh, you know, let's make another video and then go. It's it's uh, it's not uh, it's not quite like that at the beginning, is it? It's uh, the grind is real. It's bro. You know? Look, I'm, people who follow me know this story, but they might not yeah, know the details. It. Well, when Super was on the air, when Dragon Ball Super was airing, I was putting out eight videos a week nonstop. And I had to wake up, dog. I would have to wake up. And this actually negatively affected my health. This mm. actually long-term did. I didn't realize it till way after. But I was, for three years, I didn't sleep. And I mean that. I would wake up every morning, every Thursday and every Saturday at three or four in the morning to get spoilers. Because remember, Dragon Ball is in Japan. They got the reverse time from us. You got to be up at three, four a.m. to get all the information fast enough. I had to be up at four in the morning every like Thursday, like every every single Thursday and every Saturday. And then like I would have to like work on a video, review the show, work on the preview for the next day and another middle of the night video. Bro, there were days where I wouldn't even sleep. I'd be up straight 24 hours editing. Later on, I was able to get an editor I still worked hard, but he definitely helped me with like, you know, better quality videos, but also <clears throat> more time away. But dude, I, you gotta understand, bro, when you don't get enough sleep for three years, it does negatively affect your body, bro. And, and, you know, I developed like nerve pain and like a bunch of stuff, bro. So like, wow. I, but the thing is, here's the thing about work ethic that, I, that I'm glad you asked. I've never been a nine to five guy ever. I am not an hourly, even when I was in school, I realized this, bro. I'm going to tell you how I realized it. When I was a kid during summertime, when I wasn't in school, I would stay up till three, four in the morning watching cartoons. Like I never was a daytime guy. I was always a night dude. I'd sleep during the day. I've always been like that. Right. Which is not healthy, but it's how I used to be. Right. So what happened was as I got older, I realized I was happier doing graveyard shit because there's less customers, more chill. And then I realized that I realized that um, it's not about when I'm working. I'm a I'm a results based person. Now, what does that mean? I like to get paid on how much I do. 
So uh, if I'm yes. working, you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. if I'm working for a company, like you'll like, and, and I want them to pay me based on like my performance, not based on me being there for eight hours taking calls. It's just not me. It's for some people. It's not me. And YouTube and Twitch is perfect for that because I know if I put a video out, I know that I'm going to make X amount of dollars in any given month. And if I don't put a video out, I know that I might not. And so it's good to be in control of how much you make because it's not even about the money to me, Jay. It's about having the freedom. That's what it's about. I don't answer to anybody except me. But I do answer to my audience. I have to give them what they want. Right. But I don't answer to like somebody micromanaging me. Bro, I could tell you so many IT horror stories. Um, You know what I'm saying? I don't answer to like some boss or some prick like coming up behind me trying to take my job. That's how it is in the corporate world. And being here is just so free, bro. And that's what I really preach to people, bro, is that when you're self-employed, look, even if it's not. YouTube, even if you like own your own restaurant, you might have to put in some hours. You're going to have to put in hours to open up that business. But the hours you put in today might benefit you later. See what I'm saying? Like you work hard on your business for two or three years. And then later on, you reap the benefits, whether it be money or whether it be more free time. Because you know how many people like start a YouTube and then like as they get bigger, they hire multiple editors. They don't even do that. I, I do way less work than I used to, but I still reap the benefits and that's, and I still do work, but I'm saying like, I'm trying to tell people like, that's how it is, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, sometimes see, you that, have to, see, that's yeah. the thing is you just wonder um, how we got this for, for, uh, let me, let me rephrase that for some people. They need the structure of waking up at a certain time, going to a job and coming home for others. And I've noticed this a lot more with people that love to, especially a lot of artists, especially like people that like to create. Yeah. Because the way they're wired, they're not. uh, It's, you know, because the way they're wired, they, they just can't fall into those hourly structures. And it's not a bad thing. It's just how some people's brain are wired. Listen, some people are left brain. Some people like right. I mean, you can go through the whole, the whole thing. But the, but then once you realize that you're your own boss, and you're like, I, if I don't work, I don't eat. If I don't work, I don't eat. And then when you see, if I work more, I make double. If I'm more, if I work even more, I make triple. If I work more, I make this. And it's, uh, you know, just. And they don't understand the work ethic. We talk about like uh, we both know Star Wars theory. Uh, he talked about it too when he started YouTube, where he just went months. I mean, uh, he never left the computer screen. And yeah, he said it did have an effect on him as well. But yeah. he was just like, "This is what I wanted," you know. Uh, there's an old saying. There's an old saying. Um, it's kind of funny. It's like, um, "Do you want it as bad as you want to breathe?" Did you ever heard that story? Bro, and, and let me tell you something. I'm going to say something right now, not to interrupt what you're saying. But no, 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 you're good. When I started my channel, just so people know, because I don't even know if you know this about me. So I don't have anybody. I'm 37. My parents, both are dead, and so is my older brother. 
My family's in Cuba. I'm an immigrant from Cuba. I have nobody. A lot of my peers, when I was starting my Dragon Ball channel, were younger than me. They lived at home with their parents. They ain't got nothing to worry about. That's not how it is for me. If I don't work, I don't eat. You understand mm. that? And that changes people because what happened, and my therapist said this to me, because a lot of times what happens is it's something I've been working on. Like I'll go off on some kid on Twitter. Hell, it happened last night. And the reason why I'm so like for, ferocious and so like the way that I am is because I was homeless when I, in 2009 and I actually had PTSD from it. So the reason why I killed myself on YouTube is because I had to, to never be homeless again. Like, and that's why yeah. like, when you say something like, are you worried one day that Monte is going to end? Yes. But also I'm not because I have to survive, bro. Like I have to survive. That's, and so uh, it's, it, it, it's something that's in that it's, it's powerful it's in, though, bro, but it's true. And not to mention that I, I, this house that I'm in, I bought it and it's paid. It's a paid off house. No mm. mortgage. It's paid. God bless, you know, yeah. for that and the YouTube because YouTube did that. So if I ever do lose this YouTube, at least I know I'm not going to go homeless ever again because I'm going to get to keep my house. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's the key thing, man. And I, I want people, hopefully they'll get, they'll get you know, um, inspiration from this because I'm here to inspire. That's what I'm here to do is to inspire people. That's what this podcast and is all about is hearing your story. You yeah. know, um, I have guests on all the time that people might consider controversial or this and that. But at the end of the day, everyone has a story right. on how they got from one place to the next. The And um, the what I was what I was mentioning earlier, there, there's a there's a story that one of my this this guy is a public speaker. His name is Eric Thomas, and he tells this story um, about a young man who goes to a a guy that's extremely successful. He saw a guy, you know, with a with a with a, a car that he wanted, and he goes, "You want to be successful?" He goes, "Yeah." Teach me how to be successful. You want to be successful? Yeah. Teach me. He goes, "Meet me out at the beach one day." So he's like, "Okay, I'll go out to the beach." So met the man. He goes, "If you want to be successful, you'll be there at five a.m." He goes, "Man, that's early." He goes, "Uh, well, if you want to be successful, you'll be there at five a.m." Well, so mentality. Yeah, guy shows up at five a.m. So he's like, "All right, well, come out with me in the water." And the young man's like, "What are you talking about, man? I want to learn to be successful." He goes, "Come out with me into the water." So he's like, "All right." So he walks out to the water. They go out further. They go, keep going further, keep going further. And the young man's like, I don't understand this. Why you got me on the water? He goes, do you want to be successful or not? He goes, yeah, I want to be successful. Yeah, I want to be successful. The young man goes a little further, and the older gentleman grabs him and pushes him under the water. The young man's like trying to, he's like, he's struggling a little bit. He's this and that. He finally, he's like, he's struggling so much. And then he finally gets up, and he takes his first breath, his first breath. And the older man goes, when I pushed you under the water, what was the what was the one thing that was on your mind? He goes, I wanted to breathe. And he says, if you want it as bad enough as you want to breathe, you will be successful. You will I be. And I was like, I heard that I story that. and I was just like, wow. He goes, when you can't breathe, you don't think about 
uh, trolls on the internet. When you can't breathe, you don't worry about what people said you can or cannot do. When you can't breathe and you just want that breath, you don't care what the world is going through. All you want is that breath. And when you put that type of work ethic in something that want you know that that you need to be in you know in, into something that you want to do as your passion, nothing can stop you. Like nothing can stop you. So it's like hearing your story and hearing stories like that. It's like, yeah, like it's not it's not wake up one day and go, I'll be a YouTuber. Hey, all right, I'll quit my job. Hey, no problem. I'll get an I'll get a new car. Hey, no problem. It 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 doesn't really work like that. You, you gotta know. be a you gotta be a businessman too because you're gonna be dealing with brands. You're gonna be dealing with um the the, the audience. You're gonna you gotta learn how to do your taxes. I don't I do my own taxes. People think I'm crazy, but I, I learn how to do them. I'm just I'm just very like I'm the type of guy, bro, who I like to do things like for myself as much as possible. Yeah. And and that's a lot of people aren't like that, but that's just me. But the thing about what you just said, I love that story, bro. Is that like Another thing people have to understand, too, when it comes to like that is my disdain for corporate America and the stuff I dealt with in IT also caused PTSD and made me work that much harder. If you've been spoon fed your whole life, if you've been treated like, you know, a silver spoon up your ass all your life, you're not going to really understand what it's like to be crapped on. And I've been crapped on. bro. I've dealt with everything from racism to everything you could think of in corporate America. And like, it's one of those things where like, um, I have to like do what I can to live the best possible life. And I think a big part of why I work so hard is because I don't want to go back to that. And I, I, I'm not saying that, I mean, if I have to, you got to do what you got to do to eat, like you said, to breathe. But I think people have to understand, man, that like, even if let's pretend that you're at home and you like have your mom and dad and you don't have to worry about no bills sort of like pretend like you don't pretend like this business youtube twitch whatever is your only way to survive if you can pretend like that's what's going on you will work you wouldn't even believe bro you know this about human beings we can do crazy things when we're backed up against the wall you will work so and you will sit back one day and be like wow like I made it. And, yeah. and people in the chat are talking about capitalism. And it's like YouTube is the easiest form of capitalism, bro. If Because anybody, anybody can start a channel and then and within a few months, a year, or maybe sooner can blow up. Do I see people blow up? You've seen it too. Overnight, they blow up. Not everybody. But can you imagine, bro, I knew a kid who – was actually he's not really a kid anymore he's a grown man now this dude was living in a freaking one bedroom apartment with his sick grandma and he just last year bought a condo in miami he's Mm. at over a million subs like that's the kind that's the story that i freaking like bro that's what i love to hear people like who aren't supposed to make it make it you know what i mean that's that's beautiful that we can do that yeah, and that's the thing is too is a lot of times people give up and right now this we're talking a lot about YouTube because we're both YouTubers but right, a lot right. of people give up right, right before they're getting ready to to cross that line and real quick before we continue let me get into some super chats real quick. Thank you for the $2. This is uh 
Val Rico, did I say that right? Meets Winter Haven, Florida in the house. I used to live in Winter Haven, Florida. I moved closer to Disney World. So yeah, he, knows, he knows where I live because I have my P.O. box out so people can send me stuff. And my P.O. box is still in Winter Haven because I paid like five years. And I'm like, you know what? I could just drive. I, I, I have to go to theme parks anywhere. And Legoland is nearby. So I can just I can just knock out two birds and one stone. Thank you for the two dollars. Dr. J for five dollars. Geekdom, you actually inspired me to make my podcast along with my main job last year in 2021. Now it's 2022 and it's my second job. Thank you. Thank you for the $5. Look, how does that make you feel? Well, that's the, I tweeted out and I said, you have no idea how much this means to me like that. You have no clue how much that means to me, bro. Like you don't even, I don't think Dr. J even knows, bro. Cause that's like exactly what I want. I, the reality is folks, I don't listen. I don't care. If you are white, black, Republican, Democrat, I don't care what you are, bro. The system will chew you up and spit you out. They don't care what you are, okay? So anybody that can be happy starting a business, a podcast, even if you do it just for fun, even if you do it just as a hobby, but you enjoy doing it, like here's the thing, Jay, man, about my me and my YouTubes is – Think about this for a minute, bro. Like, I get paid to talk about cartoons. You understand how cool that is? Like, if I would have went back to when I was in, like, elementary school and I told myself, you're going to get paid to talk about this Dragon Ball show. No, you're no, I'm not. Nobody can do that. We didn't even have YouTube when I was a kid. So, like, and I'm not saying that because I'm bragging. I'm saying that because I'm so humbled and yeah. so blessed. And people got to understand, if you're out there and you love I don't care what it is, bro. I don't care if it's Star Wars, even though it ain't very much to love nowadays. But there's some there's some things, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, as long as you're enjoying yourself or you're getting paid or both, dude, as long as you're not hurting anybody, I say go for it, man. That's always been me. And if you disagree with that, then I just feel like you guys got to grow up a little bit, man. Just I being love- honest, just being honest, bro. That's how I feel. I love your story. And for those that are watching, for some reason, when I turn my camera off, the internet seems to work better. So I might have a connection with the camera. I'll I'll look at afterwards, but it seems to be going okay now. So so let me switch gears just for a little bit. Go for it. Since you are, uh, I found your channel because I was searching to prove a point about my favorite Dragon Ball Z character. I was having an argument with someone a major Napa. argument. So if everyone in the chat are, uh, if they're like, "Oh my gosh, what are they going to talk about?" I got to get into some just a little bit of Dragon Ball Z just for just for a moment to show. We I know talk I'm about looking, anything, bro. and I know I'm everything, but I'm still a nerd at heart. Okay, I still a nerd at heart. Now, <laughs> I was look. I found your channel uh, about three years ago, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Christopher in the chat's like, here we go," and. When I <laughs> I got in this argument with this person about my favorite Dragon Ball Z character and my beautiful fans that are watching, Christopher sent me my favorite Dragon Ball Z character. So I need you to, to do just five minutes, five minutes and speak on my dude right here. Speak on Nappa. Let us know how underrated Nappa is and how <laughs> he was he was. Hey. He was taken from us too soon. Too soon. Bro, I'm just going to say this about Napa, and this you'll love this. 
the reality is in the and I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. But in the first no, we're arc, spoil of Black, because it's in old. The, so they I'm just know. Gonna, but people, you know, I want them to, to discover. Right, right. I'm just gonna say this: the first arc of Dragon Ball Z, Nappa kills off five main characters by himself. Five. I know. And That's there's what I'm saying. very there's very few villains who have that much of a body count when it comes to main characters. There's a few. I'm not gonna say who for those who haven't seen it, but. He has a hell of a body count, bro. That's a fact. See, hey, thank you. All right. So I, I feel better. You're right, bro. He was and you know what? I think I, will do, I think I will do a video on Napa because I think what people oh, need man, to understand. Please it, tag me in that mess if you post it on Twitter. Tag the crap out of me because I need <laughs> some gospel, you know? I I um, think... so, I'll, so just real quick, Napa, Napa yeah. died. Like, I, I, my first introduction to dragon ball z my friends like gotta watch this gotta watch this gotta watch this so right. you know as a kid you're watching this and like it's 30 minutes long takes 15 minutes for them to power up each episode you know how it is back then and then it's like then the story ends you got to come back the next day they were they were masters of making oh, you come really? back and watch oh. again to see what happened the they, and we were all kids like, and, oh, and also jay this is before like Breaking Bad, like we were all kids, so oh. like this was like because all we had when we were kids, right, was like X Men and Batman as like more adult themed shows. The rest of them were all cartoons, like you know Looney Tunes, all episodic. Dragon Ball comes along next, next, next time, next time, next time, and we're like the next day, the next day, the next day because of what you said. It was a, it's a very addicting show. So I'm watching. I'm 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 hooked. Dragon Ball Z. I'm watching Napa show up. The big bald dude is uh, taking names. He's stomping everyone, right? Then, out of the blue, <laughs> his supposed to be good friend decides to send them straight to hell. All right, yep. so now I'm like, okay, what's up with that? Now I'm upset. All right, then we got to go through Frieza and all these. Some people are like, what the heck is Jay talking about? We got to go through all that stuff. They, they should try watching the show. And then, um, yeah, you can get it now, and I have to go through the commercials like we did. Uh, yeah, so, not to mention you don't have to wait years for all the episodes yeah, to come out. Exactly, it's all a lot, of it's, a lot of it's on YouTube too. Interesting. So yes, then they then they then they then they mess with my heart, geeked them. They mess with my heart. Napa gets brought back <laughs> for like Didn't five about GP? minutes. <laughs> yeah. Bro, and my dude just stood there disrespect. and was like, "What are you? What are you doing out, buddy?" And and I was like, "Yes, Napa's gonna come back and do something." Nah, <laughs> he gets blown right out of the water. I was like, "Dang, they did my boy so dirty." And I was like, "You know what, Napa? I, if bad. nobody likes you, I'm gonna hold on to you. I'm gonna hold on to you." I mean, that's right. just what's it. Dimanche for five dollars says, "Shouts to my brother. Shout to Geekdom. Been watching your channel for years." By the way, it's Gohan. <laughs> FPW. I know that's who that is. I know that's Dimaj and I. What's up, brother? Thank you for the super chat. Uh, thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, if you don't know what Dragon Ball Z is at all, it is an older Japanese animation. And that's correct, right? Yeah. But it, it still it, holds up oh, today. For, oh, it's better than, mo than a lot of the stuff. I can't say most, but a lot of the stuff out there today. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dragon Ball Z started in 89. Dragon Ball started in 86. 
But if you're going to start watching the series, I would recommend starting with Dragon Ball. We didn't have that luxury, but now everybody does. Start with Dragon Ball because if you start with Dragon Ball, you get to meet all these main characters that when Nappa kills, you'll actually feel something for. You'll actually yeah. be like, damn. Because if you start in order and you see this bald dude ripping through these guys left and right, it's going to hit you a lot harder than if you think that they don't matter. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm just saying people should start with Dragon Ball, you know. And I do recommend watching it in Japanese. Sorry, Alfred. I know you're not going to like this. Not because of the dub actors, because of the dub script. The script has major issues. Trust me. And I will say this to people. If you like Star Wars and you've never seen Dragon Ball, you're going to like Dragon Ball because it's very similar. Like, the Force is key. It's like the same thing. Like, it's it's not exactly the same. There's no, like, lightsabers. But there's fathers and sons. And there's twists and things that are, like, similar. I like both. I mean... Well, that's that's another cool thing that you've been doing on your Twitch channel is is showing the original Japanese uh, yes, version of Dra when I Dragon the Ball. Napa episodes, I want you to be there for the Napa episode. Oh like, man, and you've been watching those. in front of like like a, a lot of people. I I tune in. I see you've got like a thousand people watching with you, and it's it's amazing to see the love that people still have for a show like it's it's almost like it's timeless uh alfred said jay look up i don't know how to pronounce that masako uh, x, he, so we about it x did a video what if napa turned good it's like a fan fiction what if oh. and he wants you to watch it i haven't seen it but uh he I will said check it out for sure masako's a friend of mine he's cool he's a cool guy i'm not really into like the the, the fan fiction too much but he's known for it so you tell me what you think but you were saying that what were you saying? No, that's that that on your Twitch channel, it's right. it's a beautiful thing to see so many watching uh this old animation and that it holds up so well, you know, even today that people are still excited to go back. And I think that's one of the most main thing that we miss in our pop culture is uh, people don't understand is the rewatchability is a lot of times we might watch something and go, yeah, that was good, but will we go back and watch it? Five, six, seven, 10, 50, you know, I can only tell you how many times I've seen the prequels, you know, or Indiana Jones or the Goonies, you know, I, it's, it's almost like if I don't see it, I need to watch it again because I it's it's almost like I need to see some of these uh, timeless classes just because how good they are and how you can pick up things that you might have missed um, you know, things like that. Right. Aiken for cool. $8. Thank you so much. I'd watch this daily before work. My wife's getting ready to, but didn't watch when Vegeta double crossed Goku out of nowhere. She's, oh, that Vegeta. <laughs> he actually did that like two or three times when you think about it. A lot of people are just like, wow, what are they talking about? But other people are like, they're, they're like getting into it, man. Geekdom 101 power level is over 9,000. How many times have you heard that? How many times oh. have you heard people say that about you? A lot, but I always love them for saying it. Look, I, I, I really appreciate that, seriously. Let me let me ask you this question. What You have over 100,000 plus subscribers and growing. Seven years. 17 or something yeah, it should be your, more but i got cucked by the algorithm on your on your youtube channel what what do they what do those people mean to you man everybody that watches and comments not the trolls 
everyone right. has trolls no matter what you do but you know for me the fact that i almost have 200 people in here listening to me talk about dragon ball z is it gets me every time you know that well, there's people in here interested in what you have to say what i have to say like what does that what does that mean to you what is what, you know coming from someone that had nothing that was homeless yeah. to a place where you have a platform that's bigger than a lot of people what does that mean to you personally what does that mean to you i just i mean it's not about being bigger than a lot of people it's just no no it's just i'm just right. going by number wise you know not your not not your headspace but more of like you've built up an amazing you know following it's like what does that mean to you going coming from someone that's homeless to having a following i mean it's, it's I, a, that's a big switch in life man you know yeah that's, that's... <laughs> right uh no i i just what 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 do the people mean to me i mean the yeah. people kind of saved me because they mm. gave me a quality of life that i never thought i would have like after the channel opened up i was able to go host conventions and um, talk to I, I talked to the entire cast of, of Dragon Ball, pretty much the the English cast. Um, I've talked to each, not all of them, but like most of them, and uh, the Japanese cast, a couple of them, and that's a huge thing for me because, like, dude, when you grow up hearing these voices, like, dude, there was a panel at Kamehameha One, which is a con that I ran uh, and helped put together with two other guys, and um, I also um, hosted it. And it was the three Vegeta panel. And we had Chris Sabat, we had, which is the English Texas Vegeta. We had Brian Drummond, the Canadian Vegeta. And we had the Japanese Vegeta, Horikawa. First time and only time that's ever happened. Like history was made there. And I got to be a part of that. And there were 2,000, 2,200 people in there that were chanting my name. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, now I know why all these pro wrestlers go out there and destroy their bodies but they always go for the pop like because it makes you feel a certain way and it does feel nice and it means a lot to me. And, and I just want people, bro, to I just want people on the Internet, if they care about my story, to just be inspired by it and to, to not let corporate America or let anybody stop you from doing what you want to do. If you like to paint figure out a way to become Bob Ross. And if you can't, if you don't achieve it, at the very least, by the time you hit that realization, you would have already found another hobby that you love or you're still going to try and achieve it. Like that's something I've noticed about people, bro. And to have that drive and, and to not let people bring you down to their level or to stop you from doing what you want to do. Because I think people now... The internet's given us a whole lot of new opportunities, bro. We didn't yeah. have this 15 years ago. No, but people, <laughs> they, they will always try to bring you down to their level if you let them. Uh, always, that's just bro. That's just how it is. I think the bad ones. Knowing, yeah, yeah. I think uh, knowing the people that subscribe to you and know who you are personally, seeing their comments in the chat and in the live streams, they are very appreciative of you because you're appreciative of them. For sure. Um, they they are uh they talk very highly of you all the time and you know and, and that's just a testament of who you are you know as a person and that's that's why we love your that's why we love your story man it's just it's uh you know to go from one one extreme to another that doesn't happen to everyone 
And the thing you that know, sucks, and, well, and and it's just like so you see the world differently. You understand what I'm saying? Like you have a percept a perception of the world that some people might not ever ever see. Some people might not ever understand what it feels like to go to bed hungry. You know, they don't understand what how painful hunger pains really are. You know what I'm saying? Like you just you just might not they they don't understand that where it's like I'm going to work where I don't sleep because I don't ever want to feel that pain because that pain sucks. You get what I'm saying? And it's like even people that have been abused on their job, you know, it's like uh, some people understand that. Some people don't. Some people are like, you don't understand these. Like I had to work to eat, but on this job, I was, uh, you know, mentally, verbally, whatever you call abused and talked down to. And people just thought they could step all over me. I was a nobody to them. I was nothing, a nobody, whatever. And to know, like, I'm not going back to that. You know, like, I ain't going, like, it's, it's, they might not never know that. So it's like, it's, it's a powerful story because you know, the truth is a lot of people, they just give up and they don't pull themselves out and they live their whole life miserable uh, knowing I just had to do what I had to do without saying anything. Nick, oh my gosh, Nick, thank you so much. Almost a $50 super chat says this chat is over 9,000. That was very kind, bro. Send me a super um, chat like that, bro. Thank no, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I used so to. tell me, what was the, the... Nick, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, right. Tell me, what was what was one of your highs in, in this adventure where you were just kind of like, Wow. You know, like for whatever, was it meeting somebody? Was it talking to somebody? Was it seeing like money come in? What, whatever it was. For some people, it was like behind the house or getting the car or whatever it was. Like, do you have a, do you have a hot, high, like one, like a high moment, like where it was just like, wow, like this is really cool. I've had a lot, bro. Uh, many yeah, of shit. them. I mean, buying the house and everything, that's more like a, like a, personal like like i'll be honest with you the reason why i bought the house was to prevent myself from being homeless i actually did it out of fear now it's a smart investment because if you make x amount of dollars and you can afford to buy a home even if you decide to later on flip it or rent it out or sell it it's still a good investment um and so I'm not going to get into that because investing is like my other big, you know, kind of like uh, what I'm kind of falling in love with now. Um, but like uh, that's a different topic. Um, but like as far as like great moments go, like it was cool, like something that I never would have done without this channel. Right. Hosting the convention like we talked about when I um, went to the I got invited to the red carpet of the Broly movie that came out a couple years ago. And I was in the VIP with the entire cast and they were all drunk and like the cast was there along with some of the Japanese. That was incredible. Um, I'll never forget that. I was on the red carpet, bro. There's footage of me on the red carpet, bro. And they're telling me that I'm like an expert and I'm like, you know, Um, and so I was a lot heavier back then, too. And uh, another great moment, bro, this is something that that's not really public, but. Um, during Command Con weekend, that was a great weekend, bro. That was like the Woodstock of Dragon Ball. Like, imagine Star Wars celebration, but like with no trolls. Like that place yeah. was, and before Disney screwed up, 
that place was beautiful, dude. Everybody was so happy. And I remember going to the um going to the bar. Now I don't drink, but I was at the bar socializing, and the Japanese voice of Vegeta was so drunk, bro. Because the thing you gotta understand about the Japanese, bro, is that they have this custom where if you buy them a drink, they have to drink it. It's like a respect <laughs> thing. I like that custom. Oh, bro. <laughs> Imagine having 20 to 30 fanboys buying you drinks, bro. So he was sloshed. And I'm over here, right? And he taps me on the shoulder. And I turn around. He goes, thank you so much. Thank you for your kind words. Thank you for hosting. I was like, yes, sir. And Thank you for playing this character for 30 years. People love you all over the world. He's like, thank you. So I'm like, and I turn around, whatever. It was like the dude in A New Hope. <laughs> Remember, he doesn't like you. I don't like you either. Same thing. <laughs> I, he goes, thank you so much. Thank you. I was like, yes, thank you, sir. Yeah. Five minutes later. Yeah. Thank you so much. Dude, he, was, <laughs> he had to be carried to his hotel room. Now, I can tell that story here because it's not really embarrassing. It, it happens to it happens, it happens to, people, to the but, best of us, man. It happens bro. to the best of us. But it's a and not to mention, dude. Oh, this was awesome. I'm in the I'm in the green room, and this dude is asleep. You know how when you're like leaning up against the wall and you're doing that thing where your head's bopping down, like you're kind of falling asleep or you're waking up, like uh yeah. There. Yeah, I know all about <laughs> sleeping on couches and everything else. Right. And so what happened was. He's falling asleep in the green room, and he's got girls counting money, bro. This dude made like 9K in a day. These actors make a lot of these cons, bro. He's yeah. counting his freaking money, dude. And I'm just like, this is the most alpha thing I've ever seen, bro. This guy's like counting his money. Women are counting it for him, bro, like stacks, bro, like stacks with rubber bands. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, that's like a moment where I'm like, I never thought I would be here with these people that I, you know, like you hear them like on the cartoons when you're a kid and then you get to hang out with them. And that's always cool, bro. So those are a couple of cool ones, bro. Also, I had a dude tell me at KameaCon, I got emotional. I didn't cry, but I mean, I, it hit me. The dude told me to my face that my videos helped them get off of heroin. Like, that's like the Dr. J comment earlier. Like, that's that means a lot to me, even though I don't understand how Dragon Ball videos can help you get off of heroin. But I guess it was a distraction for his crazy life. And I was so like, that's when it hit me that you never know who's watching. Dog, I got three people who are in the NFL. Lawrence Guy, Vince and uh, Mike Daniels, millionaire football players who watch my content, they invited me to WrestleMania. I sat fourth row because I got to go with NFL. Like, you got to understand, I, I sat next to Ronda man. Rousey's husband. Remember I, I was and texting is, you? I was like, bro, what are you doing there? Like, what's up? You you were asking if I was there because I, like, I think you posted something like that on Twitter. Yeah. And, but, and I was just but, like, what the heck, man? So that whoa. was awesome. Yeah, and, and that was that was crazy, bro, because I would have never done that without YouTube. So, like, those are the things that YouTube has done for me, and it's been 
cool and it's been great. Like, yeah, hearing a guy say that to, to me is, is a big deal for me. So, yeah, those those are just some of them, bro. I I, I, I can never – I never want to stop doing this until I'm ready to stop doing it. You know what so I mean? So now that we went through the highs, well, some of the lows. Oh, some of the man. lows on this journey. I've had some days where I've behaved in certain ways that I don't really like. Sometimes I let things get to me. Um, not as much as before, but sometimes I let things get to me. Um, also, um, uh, actually, recently, one of my friends passed away. Chris Ayers, the mm. Japanese voice of Frieza and Kai, passed away. And that hurt because he was one of the actors, bro, who was like a really, really good dude. Dude, I went through a breakup, and this man was on the phone with me for two hours. Wow. And he had COPD. He couldn't even breathe. He was on a breathing tank and like, that's a real, real like dude. And that hurt. Like that's a low right there. That's a low. Um, And there were, you know, there were also like, there's been issues with like drama and things like that, but I've resolved, I've resolved pretty much all my drama. I actually went through some drama a couple years ago and some people in the chat were talking about it where, the controversy among the voice actors there was a voice actor civil war that went on a couple years ago and i got dragged into it even though i had nothing to do with it and the only reason why i got dragged into it is because i had done interviews with some of the cast and because kamea khan i was hosting and they got dragged into it and that Mm. was bad because I was being pulled by two different sides here and they were wanting me to make content on the drama. And I chose not to do it because people don't know the real story, including me. And I chose, I don't do videos about voice actor drama. I do videos about dragon ball. I don't care who's sleeping with who or any of that stuff. That was a low point for me because people were giving me actual threats. I'll tell you a story real quick about that, bro. Real quick. So yeah. this and this Floor is, is this, yours. This is not me trying to say I'm a badass. This is me trying to say I actually have issues from my childhood getting bullied. I'm gonna tell you what 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 I, what what I mean by that. There was a dude who literally threatened me. He threatened. He said on Twitter, "When if you go to Kamehakan, me and my friends are gonna make your life hell outside." And this dude was harassing me on Twitter real bad, right? So Kamehakan came around. I went with my best friend and my girl. So I'm at Kamehakan, right? It's day one. I'm in my suit. I'm ready to host the event. I was so fucked up from being bullied as a kid. Mm. I was like, okay. I go, I don't tell my friend and my girl. I was like, yo, I got to go to the bathroom. I walked to the line. This is before the show opened. They had the line of fans ready to come in. Geek them, geek them. I'm saying what's up to them. Thank you for coming, you know. And what happened was I was looking for that kid because he said he was going to jump me. So I'm literally walking out there hoping that he tries something with me. Because if you're going to make an internet threat and I see you in person, I'm going to confront you about it. The one thing I don't put up with, bro, is physical threats on me. 
You threaten me, motherfucker. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to curse. Okay. Hey, man, let it go, man. Let it rip. And you tell me you're going to be at a con and I'm going to be there. I will try to find you. And if I found that kid, I would have told him, pick a hand. And if you know what pick a hand is, I, I would have, I straight up, bro, I swear to God, I was so messed up. And I told this to the con owner afterward. I would have smacked him in the ear so hard, I would have probably made him deaf. Because don't sit there and be a coward on the internet and threaten somebody and then not show up. But of course, every time they threaten, they never show up. And he was nowhere to be found. So I went back in. But I was, and the thing is, I'm not condoning my behavior. I would have probably gotten arrested. Legit. Because that's assault. But that's how crazy and warped that was. I had to go to therapy for this. I'm better yeah. now. But this is this was, you know, three years ago. But it I mean, a, that's it how takes a big man to it. It takes a big man to admit uh, I need to go to therapy to because I know that I'm, I'm off, you know, and that's that's the ugly side of what bullying does to people um, early on in my Internet career, which isn't really that long. Um, th- th- yeah. When when I first started, when I first started understanding what Twitter, uh, Twitter trolls and everything were now, it's just like, OK. You know, it's like you just you learn as you go. You make mistakes. You uh, try to get better. And that's right. all part of life. Like you just keep moving forward. Um, and that's the biggest problem I see a lot with people online today, that they just think they're better than everyone else and that they don't make mistakes even when they do. Or if they say something crazy, it's like, hey, why are you doing that? Just take the L and just say, you know, we forget. people are quick to forget. They're, they're very forgiving. Uh, not everyone, but some people are quick to forgive you. Just say, hey, look, I messed up. Uh, I'm going to try to be better. And if you want to watch my journey be better, good. If not, I totally understand. And that's the, that's called life. Uh, human right. beings are, you know, we're flawed people. That's just what we are. We we learn, we grow, we adapt, we become better. And, and those that don't kind of get left behind. That's just how it is. Noah for $5. Thank you so much for the super chat. This stream is so freaking amazing. You two are awesome. Love Dragon Ball Z. Such a big part of my teen years. Uh, many teen years as well. Um, many teen teen years. So it, it, it is. It's a, it's a big show, bro. It's big. It's big. And unlike Star Wars, it didn't piss off its audience. Yeah, I was worried about that. But the Japanese don't really do the whole personal politics thing. They don't really do like... They try to please their audience, and sometimes they fail, right? But the important thing is don't jeopardize the characters, and that's what they've successfully not done, in my opinion. In my opinion. Some will disagree, but I don't think that they've butchered any character too bad. Yes, including Gohan, folks, because Gohan's going to be the main character of the next movie. They got plans for him, okay? Just that sometimes you're not going to get what you want right away. So... That's how that's you you never really get exactly what you want right away, you know, that's for things true. like that. But Geetum, man, some, sometimes I feel go ahead. Oh brother. no, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, speak. This is your no, show. Sometimes I feel like a lot of the stuff we loved as kids, whenever it comes back, it's not really as good. Like, and that's the thing. And I don't it's not just a Dragon Ball or a Star Wars thing. Like it's Almost everything, like whenever they, and this is something I I talked about a little bit earlier, but people got to think about this for a minute. Like a lot of people who watch our channels hate Disney and I understand why. 
But the problem is not so much just Disney. It's also Warner Brothers. Like, it's the corporate structure. And the same thing happened to Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball used to be one manga author, a couple of editors, and then you had a crew adapting it for the anime. That's what it used to be. That's not what it is anymore. Now it's, we're going to be in a boardroom. We're going to figure out what the fans want. We're going to bring back old characters. We're going to bring back Broly and Frieza and Trunks and all these characters from the past because we know it's the same thing with Star Wars. Let's bring back Palpatine. Let's bring back, oh, look, it's an AT-AT Walker. Like, it's that that shit that regular media makes fun of them for. Like, it's the same thing. It's so corporate, right? And so you have people in a boardroom. I mean, you Jay, you saw the video of, like, when they were discussing the um, the High Republic and they had that like that 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 chalkboard or whatever with all like what is that? Just tell the damn story. And so um, it's this, and it's not just that Ninja Turtles. Nick, I mean, there's some good turtle stuff, but like there's also like you know like, everything that comes back just why? isn't as good. You know, you know? why? Because it's corporate. Yeah, it used to be run by people with amazing imaginations and creativity. Now it's run by people sitting behind a desk, seeing how they can make the most money with less money to put out. And we're living in that time now where these wonderful people with imaginations and great storytelling from comic books through movies, um, you know, have a product that they took years to build up. That's amazing. You know, and now they they look at it on paper and go, okay, well, how do we make money I, I could care less about story i could care less about this i could care less about that how can we make money that's all i care about and that's but, what we're seeing right now i mean bro yeah. bro tell me the dragon ball z live action movie that came out when did that come out 10 years ago 2009 bro dragon ball evolution was that yeah, the biggest pile hated. of hot garbage uh did, did you see that in the, did you like go see it were you like what Not in theaters. was that not in I knew it was gonna be garbage from the minute they put Goku in high school. Like I knew what it was. I saw it way after, bro. Like I didn't see it, I didn't want to pay for it. You know what I mean? I why I mean that's the thing. Why even make that film? Money. I, but, but, it's, but it's like why it's so bad. Like that is that was probably one of the worst adaptations of dragon like that has that has got to be like if people don't know what i'm I'm talking about they made a live action dragon ball z movie that really had no business making like i don't even know what it was like it was just like it wasn't a lot they just used some of the names from the cartoon basically you know and the dragon balls to make a wish but it's just like what in the world are you talking about uh robert for five dollars says i know what it's like to be bullied i grew up with one leg and one fate leg. So kids thought it was easy to pray. I was easy to pray. I was lucky I had good friends to be blessed. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. And I respect his friends. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, the, I don't like bully. That, yeah. <clears throat> See that there's a, there's a difference between being with your friends and talking trash with each other, laughing, than you know, uh, being bullied for, what you look like, your economic status, uh, stuff like that. There's, there's a totally different, um, it's a totally different thing. Uh, when I'm with my friends, well, people see, I play Mario Kart on Sunday nights with the Geeks and Gamers people, and everybody cusses out everyone and yells at everyone. But when the show's over, it's just like, man, we love you, man. We'll see you next week. Everything's fun. Uh, things like that. It's just trash talking love. But 
you know, the, the things that you have overcome, my friend, it, it's, I do hope people listen and are inspired because being bullied, losing your family, uh, being alone, being homeless, working a job that, <laughs> that you hated, uh, being stepped on, and then putting your passion into work. And now here you are. Uh, I, I'm someone that looks up to you because of your work ethic, because of what you've done with your channel. Uh, no, you, you know, listen, me, you I came into my it. Twitch channel the other day and I freaked out. So I know, look, but look at the was... impact that you, I don't say it. I'm just saying, no, look I at the know. impact that you have on the people around you to uh, to change people's lives just because of the thing that you love. And that is what I always say uh, to everyone. It's like everybody has a passion. Everybody has something that they love. You got to take a couple steps in the right direction because you you will change lives. Like right here in this past hour, multiple people have said, "Geekdom, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't start the podcast." Geekdom, if it wasn't for you, uh, I probably might not have got off drugs, et cetera, et cetera. And you could sit back and say, "I don't know what I did," but what you did do is step into your passion with everything that you have and people can see your heart brother and it changes lives. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. It's a beautiful thing to see. So keep smiling, man. And keep rising, you know? Yes. Yes. Indeed, What's next bro. for you? What's next for you, man? What does the future hold for my friend? What does the future hold for you? I don't know, man. I'm going to keep doing this until I don't want to do it anymore. Do you have like a trip or something coming up or something that you want to see? Now you were at WrestleMania. I'm super jealous. So, you know, you're well, dead to me because of that. Oh. And uh <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I went to, I actually went to five WrestleManias, bro. So oh I might my. be really dead. Oh. I went to all the ones in Florida. We had three. Yeah, I know. We no, we had four. Because Orlando had, four. had two. Orlando had two. You had two yeah. chances to go. I know there's no excuse but my own. Uh, well, no I am excuse. going. I am going to be in Orlando for AEW in March. I am doing that, so that's something I'm doing, I guess. But as far as trips go, I'm not going to Mania this year, most likely. I mean, I might, but I'm probably not going to. Um, uh, but I am probably going to go to Command Con Four, which is at the end of April. I can't say for sure if I'm going yet, so don't think I'm going to go. So I might do that. It's it's I don't. I no longer host the con, nor right. do I have anything to do with the behind the scenes, but I do like a meet and greet there. And now it's at a different location with like a swimming pool at a hotel. So like I go and I watch, like I'll do my, 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 my one, you know, a uh, meet and greet. Then I'll go swimming the whole time. Like, you know, and go say hi to everybody. Like it's, you know, it's, um, Oh wait, you got to tell me about that. What, what was it like your very first meet and greet? How my are you feeling? Were you was, nervous? Were you like, what? Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Because I remember mine. It was a such a unique experience. Well, how was your first me, meet and greet? My first meet and greet was actually uh, last year. But um, if you're talking about my first time actually greeting subscribers, that would have been Kamehameha Khan 1. And I was super nervous when I was up on stage. And I actually messed up a couple times. It was my first <laughs> time ever speaking in front of a live audience. But <laughs> last year's meet and greet was like with 30 people. 
and that was a lot more cool because it was smaller. Oh, tell me about the first one, man. You, I got to know. Tell me something well, that, funny. Like, how'd dude, it go? That was it. It was Command Con 1 in 2018, bro. And I wrote this script for what I was going to say. I had everything ready. I'm walking up on stage. I, I'm on no hours of sleep, maybe two hours of sleep because my plane got delayed. To, I, I, I landed in, in, in Texas at 1 in the morning the previous night. Didn't even go to bed because I was too, like, you yeah, know. Like, nervous. Real, oh, dude, I was a mess. And like, so what happened was we, um, we went in and we like, you know, I'm nervous, but I'm ready. But then when I get up there, like I'm seeing like 2000 people, it was like 2,500 people. And I was like, I was like, oh boy, I didn't freeze up or anything. I just did the best I could, but I got better at it, you know? And so for year two, I was better. And then, you know. That was not really a meet and greet. That was just me hosting the, the event. Like a little meet and greet that I did was last year. And I was stoned the entire time. So I was having a great time, bro. Let me tell you. I'm not even going to lie to you about that. I was. Yes, I was. And I had a great time with those people, bro. We were cracking jokes. You know, I was writing. They were having me sign their. Uh, they had, I had like this print. And I signed it. Right. Um, and I would write funny things on there, like of things they would say, you know, and they were all cool, bro. Meeting people in person, bro. Here's the thing I learned about like that story I told you earlier about that kid who threatened me. The yeah. bullies and the trolls are too pussy to ever see you in person. They're, they're too cowardly. They'll never, ever see you in person ever. They never show up. But the people who do show up are almost always cool, bro. Like you'll rarely you'll rarely have somebody when you meet in person that's going to be rude to you because when you when you're face to face bro that changes everything because that computer screen that screen name yeah. is real they are living breathing the same air you're breathing blood the same blood and you and it hits you like this is a real person and it, it's very humbling bro it's very humbling it's, it is humbling um that that's man i love that that's that's so awesome i the first meeting greet i ever did as drunk 3po was like is anybody even gonna show up you know and it's like yeah a lot of people did i did a meet and greet in Times square where all i did was post it on twitter i was like hey me and some friends are gonna be at the Krispy cream in Times square and uh if you're around come say hi and the fact that there were people that drove two hours just to shake your hand was uh, it was very humbling. I mean, it was like, like, who am I? You know, it's like, who am I? That's and they're like, the way well, I feel. Who you are. I? That's that's who you are. The person I would drive two hours to see. That's who you are and walk in it and uh, thank you and, and things like that. So, you know, it's it's it it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, all right, some nerd questions, some nerdy, geeky questions. Favorite character in Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, easily. That's why I hated Last Jedi so much. There you go. Luke. Yeah, I, 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 I know Theory likes Anakin more, but he, he, when he was the one that said what they did to Luke was, was unforgivable. But we're talking about I, you, brother. I grew up with Luke, like mm. the prequels, I saw them when I was like a teenager. But I grew up with Luke, bro. Luke was actually my favorite protagonist in anything. 
and probably still is now that I think about it, either him or Odysseus, bro, because that dude's alpha. But um, that's why I was so angry at Last Jedi. And I've talked about this before. I mean, you know, we've all talked about it. Like, that's oh, yeah. what turned me off to it. I mean, because people were talking about, like, all the political stuff and the Rose Tico, and that was all annoying. But the Luke stuff is where I was like, come on, man. Like, So that is my favorite character in Star Wars, bro. That, that's him unquestionably. All right. Marvel. Who you got in Marvel? Who's your guy? Who's your gal? Who's your who's your villain? Who who is it in Marvel? Oh, I'll tell you, bro. My top three favorite villains in Marvel from the comics and from the MCU because they've done okay. All right, Thanos, Magneto, and Doctor Doom. That's my three favorite Marvel. You, you want to know something, Thanos? I wish the wish my internet was a little bit better. I got I got uh, plushy Thanos in the back that I'm gonna take on a little trip. I love Thanos. But I, I and you might disagree with me on this. I think MCU Thanos was a better Thanos than Thanos in the comics. I think uh, they were completely oh, like different. People. They some were different characters. Uh, Thanos in the comics was just you know he was in love with Lady Death and he was killing people to like uh, get a girl. And um, but Thanos in like MCU had like a mission, you know, to bring yeah. balance to the universe, which wasn't in the comics. I was kind of like, that's interesting how they went that route. But uh, I saw so I kind of enjoyed, uh, uh, you know, MCU Thanos more. So, all right. Those right. are your villains. What about the good guys? Who's your who's your who's your heroes in Marvel? Wolverine, of Ooh. course, of course. Spider-Man. Yeah. Love Spider-Man. Obviously, everybody loves Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, who would be my third, bro? Like, I'll be honest, I was comic-wise, I was never into Iron Man and Thor and them. Like, I like them in the MCU, but as yeah. like it, it, they weren't really my dudes, like comic-wise. Um, but movie-wise, I love Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah, like they're yeah. awesome, it's amazing. MCU did a great job with them. They might not ever be able to top that, bro. Like, people don't understand. They might never do an endgame again, bro. They're going to try. I'm going to say this, bro. They're going to try. They're going to have secret wars and all that, and it could be big, but nothing is ever going to be like what endgame was, like the 11-year build. No other movie franchise ever, including Star Wars, including Lord of the Rings, no, including Harry Potter. Yeah, it's never going to be like that, bro. That's like what I was trying to tell movies, people. It's a special. Whether you love or hate the films, they they had a plan. They drove through it. They didn't deviate. You know, some of the some of the movies might have been stinkers, but they didn't. They stuck with the plan, and, and they uh, made changes when necessary. Yeah, like the Thanos change. You know, stuff well, like all right, that. So MCU, who who's uh, what's some of the big bads? You know, they they bring it in Galactus. Who who do you think they're bringing in for the next run? I, I think the Beyonder, right? If they're doing Super I Wars, think the Beyonder too. There's no yeah. one, but Beyond, dude, most people don't know. Oh, I love the Beyonder. Like that Secret Wars, Secret Wars Two was the Beyonder, and they couldn't. I, I won't give it away, um, but it's old. It's an old comic book run. Uh, they just couldn't beat him because he was like everything. <laughs> like, but uh, they might not bring the Beyonder in quickly. But Beyonder's a bad dude, man. Beyonder was a bad dude. So he was he was insane. In the comics, I mean, he fought every single bad guy in one comic and walked away without a scratch, man. Bro, I was what, like, wow. When I, 
What I'm worried about, man, is I'm worried that Kang the Conqueror, Kang should be like one of the main villains for Phase yes. 4. Yes. But I'm worried that after Ant-Man, he's going to be a one-and-done Monster of the Week. You know, like, they're going to beat him and that's the end. And that is what I'm worried about because Kang has the potential to be a villain in multiple films. And yes. I, it does concern me that – because they do this a lot, bro. They take these villains and they chop their nuts off. We never yeah. see them again. And I am worried that could happen to Kang, and I hope it doesn't because – Galactus, I think, should be safe for like after Fantastic Four get introduced. So you have yes. that, that. That's for later. They're already teasing the Celestials being possible villains. That's kind of similar to Galactus. But for me, Kang the Conqueror should be the villain for Phase Four, like oh, the the overarching villain. You know what I mean? Like like he's the the, the villain that they got to stop. Like ultimately, you know what I mean? That's my opinion. Bro. I thought they were doing that to Spider Man too. Uh, I mean the. Uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man at the beginning I was like oh man he's they just made him kind of wimpy you know but you mean I, I, like I, when I, he was Iron Boy yeah it's just like the the beauty thing the beautiful thing about Spider-Man is he is probably one of the most powerful Marvel characters ever he holds back but this guy could go toe-to-toe with so many people but then he doesn't have enough money to pay his rent you know, like that was the like that's the struggle. So um, it, it it's uh, it, I'm glad to see like what they're doing now. So all right, now we're getting to the big one. Who's who's your guy in Dragon Ball Z? I mean, is it just Frieza? Really? That's why that's my picture, bro. That not that's my favorite character in yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Character, why? Explain that to some of the people. Why is Frieza? It's not because I agree with him, okay? Yeah. I'm not a genocidal racist, but because he's the most important villain in the series, I love the fact that he's super polite to you, but he's really a prick. I love yeah. that he's legitimately immature and a daddy's boy, but he, he, doesn't, he has no caring for any human life. He's super selfish, and he really, you know, obviously it wasn't that way for Dragon Ball, but when we get to Z, we find out that he's the reason why we even have a Dragon Ball story because he let Goku get away. And, you know, that comes back to bite him in the ass later on. So um, I just love that character, bro. He's just, he's just a great villain, bro. Like, I put him up there with, like, Vader and Thanos. I mean, I feel like the greatest, I think, and maybe I'm wrong, the greatest film villain of all time, movie villain of all time is Palpatine. That's he's the tippy top for me, bro. And I, mm. I've thought about this a lot, bro. Like he is to me the best. He's better than Voldemort. Sorry. He's better than Saul Reigns and eyeball like Palpatine in episode three and in episode six blows everybody away. But um, but when it comes to like anime, there's a lot of great villains, bro. Like there's a dude in JoJo's who I'm not going to spoil it for people, but he throws a dog into a furnace in the first episode. I'm like, what did I just see? That's like cheap heat, you know, a dog into a, an oven, bro. And like, he's bad, but Frieza is just so iconic and legendary, bro. That's my favorite character. I also like Majin Buu, believe it or not. I like him. I like, uh, Go I like Goku a lot and I like Gohan and Vegeta, but Frieza is my favorite. So, 
this has been an amazing conversation. And last thing, last thing that I would love for you to uh, just tell the listeners, if someone was out there saying, you know, I've been thinking about starting a channel. I've been thinking about YouTube. I, I don't know. I don't know this. Maybe I don't have the right equipment. Maybe, you know, I'm nervous. Maybe this. What kind of motivation would you give someone that's just sitting there, you know, pondering, should I? Maybe not. Maybe this. Maybe that. What What would you tell them? What would you tell I, them if they came I to you? Them, I tell them to stop being a... No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hey, some people need that. Some, some people some, need that. Some people need a swift kick right in the butt, man. I mean, bro, I'm just saying. So how come? So let me ask you a question, Jay. How come every time I try to give these kids tough love on Twitter, they always get mad? They always get a, they always get the snowflakes, bro. Because Twitter's not with, real life. If you realize Twitter's not real life, and exactly. who knows who's behind it? I, I a scary thing that I saw. Snowflake, I saw a video, yeah. and then I'll let you answer the question. But speaking on right. Twitter, I saw a video a year ago about a man who had about 40 different Twitter accounts and they were all geared at different fandoms. Uh, and he created girl accounts, teenagers. I wish accounts. I had that kind of time. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But he trolled a lot of people to get a reaction so he can hurt them later. And that's all. That's how he found fun. He got caught eventually and he, he got in a lot of trouble because he was pretending to be, uh, you know, an underage uh, teenager. It was awful. Like, the, I mean, sick. It's just, And it's so I sit back sometimes and go, the people that are trolling me, you go to their account, they've got no avatar. Like, you know, it's a cartoon. They've got nothing to click on. They have nobody following them. They have not. And you're just kind of like, okay, see, the last thing I want to do is engage in someone who's trying to get me to engage so they could hurt me later or find out about my family. I had one person on Twitter. Uh, I engaged in two, uh, about a year and a half ago. And because of that, he found my brother's account, went into my brother's wow. DMS and asked, and said, Hey, uh, I'm a friend of Jay's and um, we need this. We need that. And I was like, what that, like, that's when it drew the line. That's when I finally, that, that was one of the moments where I was like, okay, I need to just, I just need to stop and because there's bigger things in life and I'm just going to let it go. You know, every now and then if I'm feeling a little spicy, you know, I just might engage a little one. Just just, you know, tell them, oh, bless your heart. Thank you for wishing death upon me. But uh, other than that, it's just I, I think there's just too much too many weirdos that are trying to do something for your greater harm other than your greater good. So when it comes to Twitter, it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done with it, but getting back it's to the original question, what would you tell, would you tell someone geek them? I want to start a channel, but I don't, I don't know. Like what, what do you, what, what would, I don't know. Help me. Oh, uh, well, earlier you were talking about like equipment, so I started my YouTube with a rock band microphone stuck in a pill bottle. Wow. Literally, I took a pill bottle. I stuck a rock band mic in there, which was, by, by the way, that's 15 bucks on eBay. Um, I used PicMonkey for my thumbnails, and I used Movie Maker as an editor. There's no excuse. I got to 100,000 subscribers, 100,000 with a pill bottle, PicMonkey, and Movie Maker. Not wow. Premiere, not Sony Vegas. That's how I got there. It's not all about the editing and it's not all about 
necessarily. I mean, it, it does help. I'm not saying it doesn't. Everything helps. But all you got to do is have a voice and have something to say that maybe somebody else out there might say and then go for it. I mean, it's not going to hurt you to try. Now, if somebody is like nervous and things like that. No, the pill bottle is not going to be in the chat. The pill bottle is not 15, bro. The mic is 15. Anyways, what I was going to say was um, uh, it doesn't hurt to try, bro. And like if you do it and you don't succeed, at least you can say you tried. And ultimately, you're the one who decides when you give up. And there's nothing wrong with like giving up and then trying again later. Like I know some kids that like were trying to do they were trying to do um, like YouTube and they had to go to college. Yeah, it wasn't their time. Right. I totally get that. Yeah. It wasn't their time to to dedicate. Right. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And and people, like you said earlier, they get frustrated. They quit too soon. There's nothing wrong. Like, I'm not one of those guys that like, oh, you're a quitter. Like, I'll do it playing around. But like, there's nothing wrong with quitting something, quitting your dream. If you have another dream or if you have a backup, I think there is something wrong for quitting a dream if somebody is trying to stop you from doing it. For example, Jay, during this podcast right here, I posted a screenshot of Dr. Jay's um, comment because it meant so much to me. Everybody's leaving positive comments, but there's the one guy right here who took a a, a quote. He copied past something I said yesterday to try to troll me. And I responded to him and I said, I basically said, you tried to bring me down on a post that's positive and you failed because you didn't bring me down. And do I look like I'm sad? I'm doing this live. Do I look like I'm upset? No. And like, but what really infuriates me about these kids is that that's the best you got. Is that like, Jay, man, I'm from, listen, people get mad when I say this. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) In my generation, bro, from the fucking nineties, these little pussy ass fucking insults. You're 40 years old. No, I'm 37. Oh, you're, you're L, L. Yeah. They have nothing. They have nothing. Because you want to know something? You can't say a fucking word to me. You want to know why? Because I've lived life. You haven't even graduated high school yet, pussy. You have nothing. Nothing. Right? And that's all I hear is the same shit. L, you mad? Or what's the other one I heard yesterday, bro? um ratio they got nothing like you're shooting blanks bro i have been on this platform jay for seven years you know how many times people try to cancel me bro i'm up to like 19 i had (laughs) bro i never told you this story chuck wendig the same guy who wrote the aftermath books said made a comment about me once where he took a joke uh video i made and he called me a woman-hating white male. You know what they say. Oh, they yeah, say. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I used the word you know SJW goes. as a joke. And I said as a joke because I knew it would trigger them. And I'm just like, damn, okay. People have tried to cancel me 19 times. That's 19 L's. I had a dude try to say I'm transphobic last summer. And I had all my LGBT friends step up and be like, are you nuts? And fucking humiliate him, bro. Because it's like. You're here's the thing about me, dog. You're not gonna win. I don't take L's on the internet, dude. 
I don't. I never have and I never will. And that's the mentality I think people should have when it comes to YouTube or mm. Twitch or whatever your dream is. You only take an L from others if you allow them to give it to you. Because two days ago, I had a bunch of angry kids on Twitter get mad because I called them soft, which, by the way, means that you're soft. Just making sure you're aware of that. If you get mad at being called soft, that means you're soft. I didn't direct it at anybody. I said kids nowadays are soft. I got 85 quote tweets. Every single person who got mad at that tweet is soft. You proved me right. And that's fine. Am I going to quit YouTube? Am I going to stop doing what I love to do? No. I have had everything said about me. I've had people say that I cheat. Jay, I've had channels. and I've had people make 60 videos about me on YouTube, bro. They're all gone now. Sounds I like you're doing took, something right. Yeah, they're all gone because they took the L. I've cheated on my girlfriends, Jay. I'm a racist. I'm a sexist. Dog, I have heard everything said about me in the last seven years, and I'm still here doing what I love to do. You fail. Like, you fail. Because that's what they try to do. They try to bring you down to their level to quit. It's not going to happen. So if you're out there, don't let anybody no matter how many people they are, stop you from doing what you love to do. And, I, and I'm and i very passionate about that, bro. I'm very passionate I love about it. it. I love it. Well, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me. Uh, don't go anywhere. And uh, for everyone that was in the chat, forgive me that my camera wasn't working, but hey, um, thank you guys uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, can't wait to hang out with you too, man. Maybe you come to Orlando, go uh, hang going, out and do some stuff. I'm, so I'm going for AEW, bro. You know what? We're going to go. There's a sushi place out there called Sushi. I don't know if you heard of it. Maybe I'll, t- I'll tell you about it, bro. We can yeah, go there. Yeah. You know? When we're done, like, set, like we'll, we'll talk. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Right. I, yeah, I, that's, I'm, that's I'm so March. down. I'm so down. Right. It's all good. Yeah. But you guys have a great rest of the day, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. We hope you were inspired today. To hear more of the conversation, check out our Patreon or become a member of the channel. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode. And welcome to the Rebellion.